And I'm Rami, and this is Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs is where we talk about interesting things we've read or heard and how it relates to the workplace experience. Our goal here is simple. Help all of us expand our workplace toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. We purposefully talk about it in different scenarios, so we'll start at the high level, 20,000 feet. Um, Then we'll bring it down to dirt level and talk about how we've experienced it and um, give some examples from our lives. And then we'll share some ways that you can take it back into your own workplace life or just life in general. Um, The goal is really simple. It's how do we how do we get some more empathy and also really I I don't know why I'm still talking. Shannon, this week we uh, have a really interesting topic that you're bringing to us that I've been just chomping at the bit for. (laughs) Can you can you tell us what that is? Yeah, so I read this interesting book. It's like a teeny tiny baby book. You could read it in less than 30 minutes, I think, called The Nibble Theory and the Kernel of Power by Khalil Jameson. Uh, and I think that the tagline here of why I want to talk about this book is to help all of us build more growth-based working relationships. So when we give feedback, we have two ways the book theorizes that we have two ways that we can be in relationship with someone else or two ways that we can get feedback. We can take a chomp out of them. We can take a nibble and say something like, you talk too much or you should talk less. Or the alternative is to give a growth invitation. So telling someone that they should keep all the power that they already have. So, hey, when you talk, all of your comments are clear and useful. You just do a lot of it. We wouldn't say that with option two. (laughs) But after you've spoken, could you also ask others what they have to share? Okay, so just to kind of break this down, what we're doing here is rather than give someone constructive feedback the way that we had previously, we're pivoting and saying, okay, rather than give you constructive feedback that may come off as negative yep we're gonna we're gonna rescind the negative piece and just give you the positive and then the the build on that yes i think of it as trying to find what is good about their supposed character flaw so in the incident in the incident (laughs) in the example that i just gave the supposed character flaw is that they talk too much But what we could find that's good in that is that even though it's too much in quantity, what they say is clear and useful whenever they talk. So, But but they're talking a lot. So it's always clear and useful? Allegedly, in the example that they give in the book. They talk a lot. When they talk, though, their comments are clear and useful. So we want to find that nugget of good in their supposed character flaw. And then build upon that rather than critique it. So in addition to providing clear and useful comments, can you also ask others what they might have to share? Because they talk so much that just even encouraging them to talk more is something that would be exhilarating. So it's how do you capture and and pivot that talking into a constructive way to build the entire team? Yeah. Yeah. And it gives them a growth invitation, which I can only imagine being this person that if somebody came after me and was like, you talk too much, I would feel so much shame. And it would just shut me down real quick to just like, this is if we go back to our podcast episode on crucial conversations, this is me showing my signs of how I move towards silence. (laughs) So if somebody were to give me that critical feedback, I would just go silent. 
which wouldn't be true to my authentic self either. So how instead can someone say like, oh, hey, you're so clear, useful and helpful and also add this thing too. Got it. As we were talking about this earlier, I think the part where I get confused on this is it just seems like you're taking the harshness out because I look at it and I go, oh, okay, yeah, you you just talk way too much, like pipe down. But the way the book is saying is like, you don't really need to take nibbles out of people all the time. Like that's not that's not helping them. That's not helping you. And, and it's probably closing them off from future feedback conversations yeah. from you because of the way that you approach it. So it's if you want to be someone who's giving feedback, think about not the nibble, but the growth invitation, which is not, hey, you talk too much, but hey, you're so you clear and you useful. have such a, a clear way of speaking that bringing people in to the conversation can be very helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. So I'd love for us to talk a little bit more about our past experiences with this. And I can, if I can share one, I can remember when I was leading a team, I had an employee who was incredible at critical analysis. Like she would go deep into the Excel spreadsheets on things. Uh, And I, as her leader, took nibbles out of her all the freaking time. And it did not produce a really strong employee, like leader relationship, right? Because she, I wasn't doing a great job of finding the good in that thing. And so it shut her down rather than helping her build and grow. So let's unpack this for a second here, because I think this is a really intriguing example to me and it's helping me understand this theory more and so she is clearly very good and or passionate about like really deep data analysis like that she gets in she sees it and she goes okay i really want to dig in and get all the way to the bottom of this yes and so for her like that's something that gives her energy that motivates her and then she has her leader you shannon (laughs) saying like you're going too deep yep and she's going well well i'm not getting i'm not getting what i want unless i go that deep Yes. Like, I need to get all the way to the bottom. I can't stop halfway. Yes. Like, I cannot get 50% because I'm not seeing the full picture that is going to give me the confidence to do my work the way that I, I want to do it. Yeah. Interesting. So instead of taking that nibble out of her all the time of me saying, you're giving too much detailed analysis. Instead, what I could have done is say, you are so great at deep analysis. Before you share the depth, though, could you give me the headline? Like, just that simple tweak would have made all the difference in the world. And eventually it did make all the difference in the world. Uh, it just took me a year of managing her to realize that a different approach <laughs> might produce a different relationship between us. And it's not something I'm proud of, but I think that's what this podcast is about, is how do we uh, be vulnerable and share our past mistakes, so to speak, so you don't have to do the same. I think at its core, this goes down to what your own personal philosophy might be on feedback. Do you, or on feedback and growth, do you believe that the only way people can grow, yourself or others, is through constructive, i.e. negative feedback? Or do you believe that people can also grow when we acknowledge what is good in them and give additions to that? Well, and I think what you're saying is really interesting because I think a lot of us have a fear of giving constructive feedback because we don't want to take nibbles out of people. And I don't know that I've ever 
prior to... Oh, I have quite the opposite feeling, by the way. Really? Yeah. I think we're all really good at taking nibbles out of people. Because I think our culture is hardwired to think that that's the only way people grow. I think you're right. I think if given the option, at least for me, and I think some people I've talked to in the past, I think we have a we have a aversion to giving people feedback like that because we don't want to, as much as it is like the standard for how things work, I think it it, it works in a manager employee situation. I think from a peer to peer situation, I think we would rather avoid saying like, hey, here's this thing I know that like you're struggling with. Like, I think you could be better if you did X, right? I'm even thinking yeah. about an example from the last few days and how I keep wanting to give them some constructive feedback because I can see them struggling. And I'm personally struggling with the, how do I give that feedback yeah. without like having to take them down? Because I, I, I would prefer to be able to give them the the growth initiative as um, the book states it rather than the nibble. And I think we always lean right into the nibble because that's what we're trained to do. That's how we've learned how to give constructive feedback. Yes. And now actually after talking through this, I go, okay, cool. Like I think I know now how to give them that feedback as a growth initiative. And I'm actually more comfortable doing that now as a growth initiative than I was as a, what would have been a nibble before. Yeah. Yeah. And how through giving those growth initiatives or invitations, do you see your employees responding differently? You know, like maybe take this on as an experiment and try it. This Khalil could be full of crap, right? Mm -hmm. But we're just trying to give you opportunities or invitations to expand your, your empathy, so to speak, in the workplace. And I think this idea of a growth invitation instead of the nibbles, I know it was really powerful for me. I was going through coaching certification at the time when I read this book and I was in a small cohort and man, was I a nibbler, you know? I was so focused on finding the flaws and wanting other people to find their flaws in me in my coaching practice instead of highlighting what was good. And any time somebody noticed what was good, it was like, oh yeah, I wanted to do that a billion times more than I wanted to stop doing whatever somebody told me was wrong. Yeah. And I think you're, you're hitting it on the nose because I think when we give growth initiatives, then I think we want to also give more of them because I think of how they're received, right? If, if I put myself in the shoes of your employer, I put myself in the shoes of um, this person I'm thinking of, it's, Okay, if they approach me as a nibble, then like I'm gonna immediately kind of like shut down, yes. and then it's gonna take me some time to receive that feedback. Right? We've had this we've had this conversation before, Shannon, in in a previous podcast, in what crucial conversations? Yeah. And so that nibble is like, how do you how do you get people to shut down, and then they need time to receive that feedback? Right? They're gonna think about their second score. They're gonna do all those things. Yeah. I think the flip side of that is in the growth initiative. It's someone acknowledging you, which I think is huge, right? For someone to say, hey, Shannon, you do a really good job of data analysis and you, you always get to the root of the issue yep. is like, okay, cool. Like they see me, they acknowledge me, they get me, right? I think yes. just having someone do that, whether or not they're going to hit you with something on the back end is such a personal thing to to know that other people recognize the work that you're doing yeah. and recognize how you 
work with others and, and how you kind of fit. Because I think the question for all of us is how do we fit? How do we fit? How do we fit? And so for having someone come to you and say, Shannon, you're really good at this thing. And I, I see you. I recognize that. And I acknowledge you. I think that is a really empowering way to start this feedback piece. And then the second piece is knowing that, how do we take that to the next level? How do we refine that thing and, and let other people see it as well or, or let other people be um, empowered by that same gift that you have? Yeah. And if you're still skeptical on this theory, because I know, I, again, I, w- I was skeptical, like, what? I don't give critical feedback anymore, but how are people going to grow then? I really want to invite you or challenge you to think about times when people have taken you down a peg in the past. So I can think about critical feedback that I would get in corporate America. Two things I would always hear. You're too empathetic and you're too passionate. To this day, I fight against that feedback. Mm -hmm. I'm not like looking to change it. In fact, I'm looking to defend why I am that way and why it's okay to be that way. Versus when someone has extended a growth invitation to me, when someone has said, wow, I love your empathy. And also, can you do it with a little bit more emotional intelligence? Then I'm like, oh, well, thank you. Yes, I can do that with a little bit more emotional intelligence. Yeah. And I think you, this is exactly what we're saying is like, how do you how do you let that person know that they're seen and acknowledged? Because that right, like you lit up when you gave yourself that like positive feedback because you're like, yeah, I am good at this thing. Like that is a strength yeah. that I have. How do you empower that person and, and let them know that you see their strengths and then just give them that little bit of of refining it to help the masses or help them kind of advance themselves in their career. I think it's yeah. it's so interesting. I'm thinking we can flip gears and go into the tactical now a little bit. Let's do it. Okay. So our practical way to apply that is how can you find a growth invitation this week? And again, there are two parts to a growth invitation. First, what is good about their supposed character flaw? So when you notice that you want to give the critical feedback, how can you figure out what's good about that thing? So in the example we gave, critical analysis, what's good about that is that she goes so deep. And then part two, how would you add to that to make them even better? So that's my challenge number one. I think let's break down that challenge, though. I think the way you can think about it is is even thinking about people who like maybe that you work with that do have things that you'd want to give them feedback on. But yeah. maybe like me, you're too nervous to give them the feedback or you don't want to upset them with the feedback. And mm-hmm. I think thinking about that pivot of making it a growth initiative to say, oh, hey, Shannon, you're really good at this thing. Also... Like, think about this when you're doing that. Yep. It can be that simple. That's all I got. So with that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Rami. And this was Workplace Hugs. And we'd love for you to join in the conversation and extend growth invitations this week and tell us your successes on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.